No one's gonna tell me how I'm gonna boogie. Come on, everybody, boogie bumper tonight. No one's gonna tell me how I'm gonna boogie. Come on, everybody, boogie bumper tonight. No one's gonna tell me how to boogie. Come on, everybody, boogie bumper tonight. Go! Welcome to the Daily Booker Podcast. The real life of the nice to see is to head to streamlabs.com slash boogiebopper. You can follow me on Twitter at boogiebopper. Like share show out, you can do so. Hit the thing and share on your Facebook. Share with your friends. It's a great day. Today, ladies and gentlemen, I was keeping everybody safe today. That's right. That's right. We're doing the right thing. Keeping everybody safe. <laughs> Why isn't my chat working? Why is it a challenge? Uh, welcome to the show, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you for joining us. An impromptu Thursday night edition of the day. There she goes. There she goes. There she goes. An impromptu Thursday night edition of the Daily Boogie. I don't. I don't think I'll make this one a podcast. So this will just be a stream only. And, you know, if the video stays, video only. It's not going to be a podcast. So if you're one of the podcast listeners, you don't know what you're missing out on. You just don't know. So, yeah. Just got home. Just got home. Got the, um... So it was the strangest thing. Uh, just got home from getting the big old, uh, vaxi-vax there. Went off, got the little vaccine. So I thought, well... Rather than dance around it, Tom Chatelet says hello. Fucking Tom Chatelet, ladies and gentlemen. We love our Tommy boy. Hope he's doing well. Tom Chatelet. That's a name from... That's a that's a blast from the past. Loving that. So, yeah. Just got home. So I thought I'd do... I thought I'd try to attach myself to the grift because there seems to be a lot of people who get famous on social media by talking about their vaccine experience. <laughs> So I thought, all right, let's go. I mean, I may not sing theater songs, but I'll try. Winning TV with a diamond, dlife.tv slash winning TV, who will be on uh, tonight. A true... Oh God, my eyes are getting bad. A true international pressure is happening, yes. There's an international pressure. <laughs> Frozen Asian weight book has got the jab, yeah. So the local situation here is uh, where I live geographically is considered to be part of like the big biohazard area of Sydney, right? One of them because there's many. And there's, so there's about 1.5 million people who have been circled in what, you know, the authorities literally call the ring of steel, right? And I don't know, about 10 days ago, the government here, which is, by the way, conservative government that's not even a joke conservative government ladies and gentlemen uh 
about 10 days ago, something like that. They One of the new rules, hey, guess what, everybody? we got new rules to keep everybody safe. One of the new rules was if you live in the Ring of Steel <laughs> and you need to travel outside of the Ring of Steel for your employment and you're, uh, quote unquote, an essential worker, which I am, then you have to have your first vaccination shot by, I think it's tomorrow. It might be today. It's today or tomorrow. Uh, otherwise, you're not allowed to go to work anymore. <laughs> and look, the, the economics of it, the reality, uh, we like to imagine ourselves as like the movie hero, you know? We like to imagine ourselves as the guy who's, you know, will never give in and, and never fold and all of this kind of stuff. But, you know, I've been talking about, it's not like this is any surprise. I've been talking about this in one shape or form or another for months and months and months. Like the, the, the reality for a lot of workers is um, regardless of pr your principles and like, I've got a really good company. Like I've got a really good boss who's very supportive and all of that stuff. But um, you know, if I can't go to work, and my work relies on me being able to move around. If I can't do that, they can't just keep paying me to not do it. So it's a it's a small company. We don't really have a choice. It's too expensive because the other option is this is how they kind of pincer you. They say, all right, you have to do this. Or you, the other option is you need to have like this very expensive testing system at your workplace. And, you know, I, I knew from the get-go that, you know, my company isn't going to be able to install something like that for a very small amount of people. It's just, it's just not a good business decision. So it's not going to happen. So, you know, those were my options. I either do what I've been saying for months would eventually happen to people. Like that's the other thing. I'm not surprised. <laughs> you know, I laid I, I waited till the last day. <laughs> I was one of the last ones to be pushed into the into the trench, you know what I mean? If that's worth anything, it's not like I dived in. But I've been saying on this show for six months, nine months, that this is eventually the way it will go. It will become like a workplace insurance issue. And, you know, employers will say, look, you have to do it. Otherwise, I'm sorry, we'll have to get somebody else to do the job. And I'm just not financially in a situation where I can just stop paying mortgage payments because of my principles and you know you got to look yourself in the mirror but at the same time um you know i've never claimed to be anti-vax or anything like that i might i would definitely rather i wouldn't be doing it if i wasn't forced to put it that way and people are going to get angry if i use the word force and let okay encouraged we'll call it encouraged i was in i was strongly encouraged and again i have to stress not by my employer but by the new guidelines from the government, which is now forcing my employer to, you know, ask, request this of me. Even though they're good, they've got no choice either because, hey, they get fine too now. That's And I guess, you know, I just want to kind of throw this up as a little flare because I think a lot of our, our friends here on, the, you know, in this chat room, you know, some names I've been seeing for years in other chats as well. Uh, there's a lot of back padding and I'm just seeing more and more stories now. Another school, I was watching uh, ROTC to and from my vaccination date because <laughs> I thought, I thought I'm going to, I'm going to need to laugh before I get there and after I leave. 
So I'll throw an ROTC. But it was on delay. Like, I was like an hour and a half behind or something. So didn't really comment much or anything. And, um, you know, another school closing. Another school closing. You know, here we're ripping down basketball courts. But over there... Uh, Illinois now requesting everybody wear masks inside again, and I've been I've been hitting this a few times now on the show. I just feel like you're getting set up for a big takedown, and I think a lot of people aren't aren't ready for it. You know, a lot of people aren't looking for it. A lot of people are, you know, and <clears throat> fair enough. <clears throat> but a lot of people are like they'll never do that again. They'll never lock people down again. Maybe you're in like one of the good strong. Uh, you know, one of the states with a strong governor who's just going to give the finger to them and fucking better, you know, more luck to you. But there's going to be a, a ton of people, I think, that are just in the winter. They're going to be, whips will be cracking, you know. And I've just got this feeling because we've just gone through it. We're just coming out of winter now and already they're saying, hey, don't worry, by the summertime, everything's going to be awesome, guys. We're not going to be locking down as much and, uh, you know, the sunshine kills the virus. It's going to be sweet. It's going to be great. So now, I think I think this is seasonal, right? Not the virus, but the coverage. Roots Calhoun tipped $3. Thank you, sir. Glad you're safe, buddy. Glad you're safe, buddy. <laughs> How's my little buddy doing over there? Good. Did you get a big needle? Yeah, got a needle. Do you want to hear about my experience, like, getting the needle, physically getting it? Because I'll tell you, if you want to know. Because, again, I think it's all a little bit silly, so... But it's a silly thing that... Either do it, or... Guess what? No money. Boogie have no money, then. You wouldn't want Boogie to have no money, and then no house. And then definitely no stream. So, whatever. It's not good. I don't like it. But it's a it's it's a it's a big machine, man, and I'm one little fucking ant. Just like the rest of you. So if you want to hear, alright, so which one did I get? I got the Pfizer. I got I got the one, the protein one. And I was very close to getting the other one. But in the end, I there was... Because the other one's a lot easier to get. I had to get one of them. The other one's... <laughs> this is the way I approached it, right? It's God's honest truth, hand on heart. I booked in for this one for no other reason other than that's kind of what's... You're kind of directed to do it. They say, okay, if you're of a certain age, we want you to get the Pfizer. And if you're 50 and over, we want you to get the AstraZeneca one. So the Pfizer is the one that, uh, you know, um, I think Clapton took it. I think Clapton took the Pfizer and he's the one who said his hands have gone numb, right? Uh, AstraZeneca, I think, is the blood clot one. <laughs> so you got the blood clot one and the protein one, which I forget the name of the protein issue. I don't know. You, you, you know the difference, right? So the way I was approaching it, though, was, well... I got this appointment. Paradigm shifting tipped four dollars and ninety nine cents. Thank you, sir. We will be pen pals in the Gulag, brother. Yes. I told you, Vax was the goal from day one. Thank you, sir. Love ya, Bruce. Give me a ring, Senior Shadowy. Senior Shadowy. Thank you, Johnny. Yeah. I mean. 
This, that's that's one of the things I've said about this show for a while. It's like, you know, we're not here to save the world. I can't save the world. I can't. But what we will do is collect a good number of stories to tell each other in the gulag. And really, isn't that what it's all about? Mr. Chatelet. So, yeah, so when I went in there, I, I, won't, I won't even get started on the you know the procedure to get in i had to i had to wipe my hands with hand sanitizer I'm, i counted 9 times <laughs> by by the 6th or 7th person i didn't say a lot while i was in there cuz you know it was a it was fucking a, it was an itch in my asshole the whole experience and i didn't want to be there in the first place so there was no chance for the poor staff to make it nice for me. That was never going to happen. So I, I wasn't rude, but I just didn't didn't say much. <laughs> By the time I got to like the fifth or sixth person in 20 minutes who had, you know, put hand sanitizer on my hands and said, oh, hand sanitizer, I must have shot her a look like <laughs> just fucking pure death, you know, <laughs> and, and not realized it. Because remember, everybody's wearing a mask. So I've been there 15 minutes and the sixth person has come up to me to give me fucking hand sanitizer. My hands are still wet from the last lot of hand sanitizer I've got on. And I must have shot her a look and like halfway through the sentence, she kind of, her voice trailed off and she just kind of looked away and looked at somebody else. But you know, I mean, five feet from her, the next hand sanitizer soldier was not so, you know, timid and they just pumped it straight into my hands again while I was still you know, rubbing the last lot in. <laughs> so at that point, I just started wiping it off on my pants. I'm like, I can't have this much fucking al- rubbing alcohol on my skin. <laughs> this is not supposed... You're supposed to use this shit like once a day. What the fuck are you doing to me? I guess they think if you just... If, why don't we just strip everybody off and start spraying them with a fire hose filled with fucking sanitizer? then? I would almost rather do that than have it pumped into my hands fucking ten times, you know? Anyway, we get up, we get up there, and the guy's like, you know, I sit down and it's like, hey, how you going? I'm like, good enough. <laughs> he just looks at me, goes, oh, okay. And you know, we do all the thing. I roll up the sleeve. I feel, I feel like a very important person at this point, because you know, regardless of my own personal views, when I whether I wanted to be there or not, I am now part of the privileged vaccinated class. So all of you unvaxxed bioterrorists, I want herded into the next quarantine camp fucking immediately. And if you think I'm joking, try me. Now I'm in the cool kids club. So now I want you all rounded up. <laughs> no, fuck them. Ban them from the restaurants. Hey, we'll get better service, won't we? Yep. Scooter, you're atrocious. (laughs) How? You're so awful. He's so bitchy. I mean, clearly, if you've listened to this show for any length of time, you'll know that we've always said we're on Team YouTube. We're pro-vax and (laughs) pro-safety. We've always said we're pro-vax and pro-safety. That's the beauty of it. When these fuckers start looking back at my history, they'll just say, man, he compliments Susan a lot. (laughs) It seems our algorithm can't deal with sarcasm, sir. What a fucking loophole. So anyway, I get in there 
I sit down, we do the formalities, I roll up the thing, I'm rubbing in my seventh dose of fucking hand sanitizer. And the guy who's administered it's like it's like fucking cartoon, I swear to God. And he was he was he was really nice, this guy. He's just doing his job. He was a nice dude, but it was just fucking hilarious the way it panned out. So I sit down and I'm watching all of these other people. It's kind of very robotic. Uh, answer this question, answer this question, answer this question. Yes, yes, no, bang, bang, bang. Stick it in your arm, off they go. And I'm sitting with this guy and I'm noticing that other people are coming and going and I'm still sitting there. <laughs> and I'm like, I think to myself, this could only fucking happen to me, man. <laughs> It's like the universe is giving me an extra 30 seconds to jump out the window. You know what I mean? That's what I'm thinking. I'm thinking, has God, like, has God corrupted this man's hard drive on his computer to give me one last chance to get out of there? Am I ignoring a signal here? That's legit how I was thinking. Next thing you know, swear to God, this is a hand on heart. This is all true. Next thing you know, the supervisor comes over. Fuck. <laughs> he's he's clicking stuff on his computer and he's looking at, he's got a tray there with syringes or a syringe and he's kind of looking at it and then looking back at the computer, click, 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 looks back at the syringe, right? <laughs> looks back at the computer, click, click, click. And like I said, I'm just kind of watching him, not saying anything. And I'm watching the rest of the room at the same time, you know, in my periphery. And people are coming in and standing up and leaving, coming in, staying, and I'm still there. I'm sitting there. Supervisor comes over and says, look, look, mate, do this, this, this. All right. You need this one. You need that one. And you got to do this, this, and this. And he's like, okay, awesome. And he turns to me, he goes, oh, sorry, man, you know. And I look at him and I say to him, I, I said to him, is this your first time doing this? <laughs> and I swear to God, he looks at me and goes, no, it's my second day. <laughs> swear to God. Which is even worse if you think about it because he's still having issues with the fucking hardware on the second day. So imagine how bad he was yesterday. <laughs> oh man. And I'm like, this is gonna end up. If I don't record this on a on a podcast, this is gonna end up being one of those, you know, it's gonna be one of those memes on the internet at some point. <laughs> Here I was getting like cosmic intervention time after time after time, delaying, delaying, as if God were saying, now is it like Morpheus on the phone to Neo in the Matrix? Climb out the window. Use the... There are only two ways out of this. It is either through down that scaffold or in their custody. And I don't know what they're going to do. So, you know, there you have it. Is this the first time you've done this? No, it's my second day. <laughs> I'll never forget that as long as I live. Fuck. 
And then, so after we 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 complete the ordeal, and then you then you're directed into like what's like a mass sitting room in a stadium. You know, there's about 500 people in this stadium. <laughs> Remember, gatherings are bad. You can't walk through the park with three people, but at the vaccination centre, you're forced to sit in a room with 500. <laughs> you figure it out. Like, all the chairs are socially distanced and all of that kind of carry-on. Right? But it did feel a little bizarre. You know, a, a lot of people haven't seen more than two people for the last two months. And... <laughs> It's kind of battered into them every day. No, you'll get arrested. You'll get fined. This is against the guidelines. This is against the health guidelines. You know, off to off to off back home, back to your quarantine facility you go, right? Um and then all of a sudden to you know to quote unquote do the right thing, you're then herded into a literal stadium with 500 other people. <laughs> You figure it out, you know? So, uh, this was out the front. I thought this was funny. So, this is an actual photo from out the front of the arena, which is like a, it's like a basketball arena, right? They do other similarly sized events and concerts and shit there. Uh, that's Delta Goodrum. Delta Goodrum's a very famous pop singer here. She's from Sydney, incidentally. Very famous singer here. She's like a host on Australian Idol. Uh, well, she was, I don't know, about the same age as, as me, something like that, 37, 8, 38, thereabouts. So, but this is this is the, the billboard out the front of the vaccination centre where everybody's going to, you know, do the right thing. Delta Tour 2021. And I thought that's just so serendipitous, I can't not grab a shot of that, you know? It, like I said, everything about it just seemed like Matrix-level weird. To walk into the place, it was the classic... It was the classic kind of psychological um, torture method of treating humans like cattle because they have that situation where they put... They put the fence railings up and make you kind of snake through the fence railings, even though there really wasn't that many people there. Right? <laughs> it's a big stadium, and they stagger people going in. So you're you're doing you're doing that walk like at the bank, right? When you would go up and down, up and down, up and down around the barriers until you when you could have just walked in a straight line and been there in, in a minute. They had that situation going on out the front. I'm like, oh, here we go. <laughs> and I mean, everyone, all the people working there and stuff were, you know, they're fair enough. They were, they, they were nice. They were nice. I wouldn't want to do that job. You know, they believe in it, whatever. That's fine. At least, at least they were pleasant. And I was I was there when the place opened, kind of thing. So, you know, even that early, they were all like bright eyed and like the, it, they could tell. By, I think they could tell by looking at me that I was one of the people that didn't want to be there, and they respected that. They're just like they say what they have to say, and then they don't fuck around. They're like, okay, see it, go on. Until until of course the moment came when it was to actually get it, and then I had the guy on his second day who didn't know what he was doing. <laughs> 
but he was nice at least as well. <laughs> he was. I'm not gonna lie. He was not. We sh- we shared a laugh over the situation. Maybe he laughed along with me, hoping I wouldn't sue. <laughs> but I was laughing. You know how about that? I I'm legit at this point now, thinking to myself, God's giving me. God has given me like two opportunities to get out of this and jump out the window and change the course of my future. And I've just sat here while, you know, while the, the system is breaking down, he doesn't know what he's doing. The supervisor's helping out and it's his fucking second day. And I'm, I'm just sitting here laughing about it. And then he like, I, cause I laughed at the situation. He then laughed with me and he's like, that's okay. I'm like, good on you, man. Have a good day. And I strolled out of there and lit up a cigarette. <laughs> up a smoke because you know it's all about health and safety thank you for someone said thank you for following the health guidelines no worries (sighs) here i am sucking down a cigarette following the health guidelines follow boogie 17 with the beach towel bookistan flag ladies and gentlemen as his icon i know who i know you it's you follow q past the potato see if a magnet sticks to where you got jabbed should i do i even have a magnet i used to carry i used to carry a magnet in my pocket all the time because i used to work in a junkyard and i'd always be checking to see if something was aluminium or not and because you can make money out of the scrap people throw away like side hustle shit (laughs) so (laughs) I used to always carry a magnet in my pocket for that but that was a long time ago now and I don't think I have a magnet should I check to see if I'm getting 5G or not on my phone now Greeno actually like my co-host on the starting block that was his theory Um, if you get the vax then you'll start being a 5G tower basically and it'll improve the carrier signal on all of your mobile devices and I thought well that's encouraging that was his theory PS he's not a scientist Lucas saying uh, try the UV light try it for what I don't know what you mean I have I do work I have worked nights for like 20 years but I do see the UV light occasionally Are you magnetic? Renee asks, are you magnetic? Renee, I've always been magnetic. That's why you're all here. <laughs> and a QR code. Oh, QR code. You, you have to QR code everywhere now. Every, everywhere, all the time, everything. It's obscene. It's insane. You know, it doesn't matter if you're like the only person on a, you know, on a site or in a building or something at two in the morning that you still have to QR code in. And it's like, there's mate, there's nobody here. There's no risk of anything happening because I'm literally the only person within, you know, a one block radius of this area. Everybody's locked in their house. And, you know, again, which is why I just, (laughs) whether I like it or not, I just had to do it because if I didn't, by Monday, I wouldn't be working. Simple as that. My job depends on me being able to move around. And if I can't move around, I don't have a job. So, you know, you got to look yourself in the mirror. I've got to look myself in the mirror at some point and go, ah. Because it's basically been like 10 days of this sucks. 
fucking sucks. And now you have to deal with the reality that maybe you weren't as principled as you thought you were as well. Because, you know, hey, held out to the last day, waiting for that miracle Hail Mary kind of pass where they say, no, you don't have to do it anymore. But it never came. It never happened. So what do you want from And I sincerely hope nobody else, you know, I've like I said, I've, on this show, I've been against it for months and months, six months, 12 months. I sincerely help, I hope nobody else uh, is presented with the same kind of ultimatum. But like I said on the show six months, 12 months ago, I knew it was coming. It, would all, it was always coming and it's no surprise. <laughs> and, you know, they could put on my tombstone, he waited till the last day. At least I got that. I waited till the last day and managed to get the guy who started the day before. What luck is that? I, again, sometimes the universe just aligns. Get the shot on the last day before I'm legally, before I will, I will be legally prevented from working. Get the shot on the last day. And the guy administering it started the day before. <laughs> All right. Um, tell you what, I'll wrap it up pretty soon. Make it a short one. Who's got a question? What do you want to know? Silly questions are welcomed. Just going to pour myself a glass of wine here. magnet. All right, I'll get back to you. I, I, I don't think a magnet's going to stick to my arm. I don't. <laughs> Cabaret Z. <laughs> How do you think he feels? He started at the end of the whole big thing. I know, he couldn't even make anything out of it. Lucas, is your dog still alive? For now. <laughs> For now. Foggy, is is you cum sock starting to glow? Yes, but it always has. That hasn't changed. I'd be more concerned if it stopped glowing. Because that would mean they've they've stolen my mojo. Silly question, Frozen Asian. Do you feel palsy coming? No, but my the arm no joke. Paradigm shifting tipped four dollars and ninety nine cents. Thank you, sir. I will not take the vax in protest for you. Oh, he's going. He's going to die on the Boogestan Hill, ladies and gentlemen. Paradigm shifting. <laughs> he's going to go down in the name of Boogie Bumper. How do you like that? The king of Boogie Stand. No, frozen Asian. Silly question. Do you feel the palsy coming? You know, not silly. I can give you a not silly, like a legit answer. The arm that I got it in uh, does feel tingly. Like, my fingers feel tingly. And it's not nice. It's not a nice feeling. It's not hugely uncomfortable, but it kind of feels like if you fell asleep on your arm and then woke up with pins and needles. So, we'll see what comes of that. <laughs> I kind of need that arm. You know? It's not going to grow back, so... 
Are you worried about mutations, third arms, gills, etc.? No, I would love to be Aquaman. Winning TV is your face sliding off. <laughs> well, I do hope to star in the next John Travolta movie. Gypsy of Diamonds, Mrs. Boogie's vag will glow now. It always did. If you're not magnetic net uh, yet, check after the second jab. Okay. If I get it. Who knows Who knows what the rules are going to be? I suspect there's going to be a lot of people who, you know, there's going to be, uh, I think it was Jenny B last night who made a joke and said, soon the, the people who have had two vaxes and a booster shot will be fighting the people who have just had two vaxes. <laughs> right? And which I thought was a nice thought because I, I think that's, even though she was joking, I think that's true. <laughs> it might not be like open fighting, but I do wonder if, because who knows, the rules change from week to week. The politicians are so desperate to claw back some kind of public, you know, trust and likability and getting back to, you know, where they can just shit on each other about racism or whatever. I think a lot of them want to get back to that. A lot of them are enjoying all the power they have. Do not get me wrong. But I think there's a lot of the other ones now who are like, hang on, this shit is risking my job and I'm not even one of the big guys, right? If you're in the party that's doing this to people, you don't want to be in a like kind of fringe, small margin seat coming you know when the next election arrives you don't because you're the the leaders keep their jobs right the people at the top who make the bad decisions which ends up resulting in you know election defeats they keep their jobs it's the people who have no say in the direction of the party whatsoever who lose their jobs because they're fresh and they're green and they're in marginal seats which are toss-ups so you, I think what you'll find now is a lot of these kind of marginal people are going, look, we've fucking squeezed enough that we can squeeze out of these people. We've got to, we've got to start thinking about keeping our jobs at some point. What is this, a fucking suicide mission? That's what I'd be saying if I was in Parliament. That's got to be a thing. All right, I'll just see if there are any more questions. Follow-up silly question, Frozen Asian. DLive.tv slash Sunday Night Shit Show, by the way. Frozen Asian. Frozen Rice Boy Summer. Follow-up silly question. How does it feel to have one step closer to the vaccinated elite? It feels amazing. I'll show you I'll show you another thing that I... I took another little snap today. <laughs> You'll be pleased today. This is legit. This is legit a sign that was outside as I was leaving. <laughs> Like as 15 minutes later, as I'm walking out of the joint, this is the sign I see. And there's not just one of them. It's weird. They're like little tombstones. There's like two dozen of these signs all in one area. Important. Vac vaccination recipients only beyond this point. And I just, I strolled past <laughs> because now I'm one of the protected people. Now I'm one of the privileged few. Now I'm one, you know, now I'm one of the people who can go on TikTok and criticise everybody and say how they're all evil bioterrorists and they deserve to be locked up in facilities. That's me now. Of course it always was. Here at Team YouTube, ladies and gentlemen, we do trust the science. <laughs> Winning TV. Uh, so, uh, look, I'm going to get out of here because Winning TV should be on now. So I'm going to get out of here in a minute. <laughs> 
last questions. Uh, are your eyes moving independent of each other or like an iguana? How do an iguana's eyes move? It's not something I've ever thought about. How does it feel to be grandma's saviour? Excellent, because I'd be a time traveller because she's been dead for about 12 years. How long before you make me ban myself? I thought I already did. Cabaret Z, boogie is a borrowed ladder. That's nice. You can be so cruel. Gary Vance, so I can get it from you, but you can't get it from me. What is? Who is the bad guy? I see you in hell. You know what else was happening? So in this, after you get it right, they, they kind of march you into this big sitting area and you have to sit there for 15 minutes in case you have adverse reactions. I'm not, li- I'm not lying. You're, you're walked in, you're marched in, and you're sat down, and they stand around you, and they time you. You have to sit there for 15 minutes. Because <laughs> I thought, well, obviously, any, any adverse reactions to this are going to present themselves in 15 minutes. This is a great idea. So anyway, I'm sitting there. <laughs> and believe it or not, all right, because remember, it's a basketball arena, this arena that we're all going to. So, you know, in classic basketball arena style it's got that big thing in the middle of the room with all of the big screens on it right you know because a basketball court doesn't have one big screen at one end of the court it's got the big screens there's like four of them so each um side of the stadium can see it and it hangs from the middle of the roof so it's the same thing there and i swear to god again so i've just had the guy who's on his second day (laughs) And I'm walked into this sitting area, and when I, as I sit down, they are playing nurse dancing TikTok videos on the fucking big screen. So the, I mean, again, here's the experience for you. In a nutshell, in a nutshell, I arrive, and this is the the billboard on the building out the front, Delta Tour 2021. I go in there and I'm sitting there because longer than other people, I keep getting delayed and delayed thinking that God is giving me one last opportunity to jump out the window or something because everybody else is going much more smoothly. I end up asking my dude, who was a nice guy, hey, is this your first time doing this? And he said, no, it's my second day. (laughs) And then we both laughed at the situation, believe it or not. And then I mark, uh, marched into a sitting room, sat down in a chair where I must remain for 15 minutes in case, I guess, in case I have some kind of critical incident, which is a nice thought. And as I'm sitting down, they're playing nurse dancing TikTok videos on the big screen in a stadium. That's, that's my experience. And then as I left, I walked past this sign that says, vaccination recipients only beyond this point and that was now me and I walked out of there got thanked for following the health guidelines and I lit up a cigarette and that's my story alright let's get the fuck out of here thank you for joining us ladies and gentlemen I'll be back um, in the AM for another episode of the starting block so 6.30am east coast time if you're up and around and you want to check us out bit of breakfast radio why not jump in we'll have a chat um winning tv should be coming up with the dutchman the flying dutchman victor von shroom give them a follow 
Irrational Times, Coffee Talk with Sandra, everyone's favourite lover of Frenchwoman Mersh. Uh, shout out to Royce Lopez from Daywave, JJ. Joy of Pessy, Major Tom. Sunday night shit show, Frozen Asian, ladies and gentlemen, Sunday night. Who else you got? Uh, the Rice Man. And anyone else I may have forgot. All right, so with that, I'm out of here. Till next time, stay calm, stay rational. God bless. See you soon. Um, if you're not vaccinated, I hope you get herded into a camp so I feel like a good person. Till next time. Bye-bye.